Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? A couple of emails, R-A-D at radradio.com. First one is from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Says, I'd love it if you could please give my amazing hubby Rick a birthday shout out. We're both huge, yeah, on the fluffy side fans. <laughs> Fat. And while I'd love to give Rick the gift of a rad birthday shout out, I would also like the bragging rights that my letter got read. You see, every year when my birthday rolls around, I tell Rick I just want to hear Rob wish me a happy birthday. Aww. And every year, nothing. He says he writes in, but does he really? Well, Sarah, let me know when your birthday is. We can go back into the archives, and I can find out. It may be that he writes in. It's just a terrible email, and that's why it doesn't get read. Oh, well, I have a birthday. I have a birthday. It's it's my dad's dad, so my grandpa, his name's oh, Gary. Gary. It's his birthday, and he's 70-something. I'm not sure. <laughs> and uh, Allie slipped this one in. Says, I want to wish a very special happy birthday to my marriage. Today, my marriage is old enough to drive. Oh. Yes, I married my best friend and love of my life on Valentine's Day, Aww. and we've stayed married for 16 years. Woo-woo. We just went down to the chapel and eloped so we didn't ruin anyone's silly holiday. And also, <laughs> just like all of you, Valentine's Day and our anniversary is just another day. Aww. But I thought I'd try to get a sneaky anniversary shout-out on the air anyway. I love it. My handsome man is making me my favorite dinner tonight, and he will be getting something extra sexy for dessert. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Strudel. Truffles. Happy, happy probably it uh we did have a valentine's day quiz uh that kyle won that's two in a row for kyle yeah kyle congrats well done and uh we did it in categories this time which were chosen by the pick a number game and uh, brandon chose rom-coms as a block so that neither kyle nor don would have them and then don knew almost every question in the oh my god Sorry, Don. Don right. chose candy, which means Kyle got stuck with music. And I knew nothing. He displayed his lack of knowledge about so many things in the musical world, and yet he won he the quiz. Oh. But his performance elicited an email from his dad. Kyle's mother. Hi, Dad. Kyle's father wrote an email. Oh, man. And they gotta... Gotta what? Tell us something oh. quite disturbing. Along the way there, uh, we, there were uh, various uh, what, insults and accusations thrown around that uh, Kyle didn't have any musical knowledge, and that's uh, is that the fault of his parents, or uh-huh. did his parents try to yep. introduce him? And so uh, his d- dad wrote in and said, I'm dying a little bit here. I will take responsibility for Kyle not being well-versed in R&B or the blues. You can't blame his mother or stepfather, as they are not as complete audiophiles as I am. Nope. <laughs> Kyle is not well-versed in George Clinton, the Commodores, Earth, Wind, and Fire, Joe Jackson, and the list of artists and genres goes on and on and on. And it's my fault. Who? Because... Oh Joe Jackson sounds familiar. Oh. Is that Michael's dad? Oh oh Jesus. Oh I am obsessed with music of all genres. With all of my children, as we would drive around, I would ask them if they knew who sang whatever was playing on the radio, and then tell them why they should know that artist. However, a nine-year-old Kyle is busy thinking about Digipets, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and BMX bikes. Uh, it's Gigapets. <laughs> that would be my fault. Oh, my oh, oh, no, he wrote Digipets. Oh, well, maybe he got him wrong. He just didn't remember. There was Digimon, and then there's Gigapets, and Gigapets yeah. was what I was about. All right. Good. I thought I Digimon mispronounced it. Digimon D-I-G-I-P-E-T-S. Uh, my children would regularly do as I do now to my girlfriend. Glance her way, nod, and say, oh, really? <laughs> While having no clue what she just said. 
We will, however, talk about such things like the difference between Huey Lewis and the Blues Brothers. This is a very important topic to cover immediately. Again, my apologies. Yes. Thank you, uh, Kyle's dad. Oh, my God. What's yeah. a Huey? Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Not what's a Huey. That's a helicopter. What's a Huey Lewis yes, was uttered by, uh, by Kyle. <laughs> Which is a perfect timing. It can bring us to our annual uh, plea oh, to stop calling it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Please. Can we just call it the Musical Artist Hall of Fame? Yeah, why don't they do that? Because they ran out of rock and roll artists, and then they just started inducting all sorts of artists. It's it's so dumb. Change think it. They would change it. I, yes, I, I, please. The ballot of 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees, who will be inducted in late April, has been announced. Uh, this so these are not who's getting in; these are who's eligible to get in. I'm envisioning that family that loves rock and roll, mm. and they make this a trip. Yes. Okay. And they're like, what? Let's imagine they do that. <laughs> To be eligible for a nomination, the artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to the year of nomination. So it's like, you know, you got five years retired from the baseball and it's up to you in the Hall of Fame. This year's nominees include such rock and roll artists Woo! as Mary J. Blige. What? Mariah Carey. Uh, oh. All amazing artists, by the way. Yeah, but not rock and roll. Cher. What? Oh, sh Oh, sorry, not all amazing artists. Dave Matthews Band is. Oh. <laughs> Jane's Addiction. Okay. Uh-uh. Ah, Rock and Rollers, Cool in the Gang. What the holy we heck? We are family. Sinead O'Connor. Oh, oh, Phil? dear God. Oh, what? No, you're joking, I right? I swear to God. No. He has to be joking. No. She was banned from performing on SNL because she tore up a picture of the Pope. Number one hit called Nothing Compares to You, written by Prince. Nope. Uh oh. I, th the reason it shocks me so much is because of Kyle's knowledge of so much with music. I just, it, my, it's my fault. I just assumed he would know all of that. No. That's, I, I, I'm disappointing myself because I placed something on him that isn't there. Very pigeonholed with my uh. music, to be honest. Uh, the, only, uh, the only nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that are actually rock and rollers or anywhere close would be Foreigner, Peter Frampton, and Ozzy Osbourne, because he's in with Black Sabbath, but he's not in as a solo artist. If, oh, cool. I'm, oh. if I'm one of those artists, I'm also asking why. No, I'm not rock and roll. Do not put me in that uh, or change the name. Th that's not even, that wasn't even my genre. What are you? Am I supposed to be happy about this? Probably, because you get all that exposure and your sales go oh, through the roof oh, okay. and your downloads. And, there is that. Yeah, and they'd probably just look at you and go, okay, well, we'll just move along then. We're not going <laughs> to... Change the name. They should. So but. you said those were all nominees. I apologize if I missed this. I was thinking about all the music I've missed out on. Um, how many of those people are, are those artists are being picked to go in? It's it's just like baseball and football. I think, as I understand it, it's just if you get a certain percentage, it could be any number of them could oh. go in. They don't necessarily uh, cap it, but I'll, I'll double check. They'll get in in April, and I don't I don't know when they tell us which of those. Is there a big party yeah. and oh, ceremony? Yeah. And, oh yes. Oh, okay. Do they come yeah. if they're alive? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm guessing Ozzy for sure is getting in there because he's going to go alongside with kids and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And the irony will be probably that Ozzy, the most rock and roll, is the one that doesn't get in. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be so sad. Yes, for sure. Did you say Mariah Carey? That one will for sure happen. <laughs> only because the name of it. That's the only reason.
Yeah. She, uh, sh- she should be enshrined som- somewhere, anywhere. 100%. Mm-hmm. It's just not rock and roll. Uh, speaking of, uh, of of sad, awful, embarrassing things, update on the Oakland A's, oh. who will uh, who will play in the sewer that is the Oakland Coliseum uh, this season. <laughs> God. And then they've got three years to figure out where they're going to play before they move to Las Vegas, assuming everything goes through. And the A's sat around and they thought, how can we embarrass ourselves even more in our final year in Oakland? And so they went out and they made history. NBC Sports California announced yesterday they are hiring Jenny Kavner as their new primary play-by-play announcer for the Oakland A's TV broadcast, making her the first woman to hold that position in Major League Baseball history. Why, why is that embarrassing? A woman calling sports is shrill, it, it, and she's never played the game professionally. If you call it, should you play? Y- no. Okay. No, I'm being totally sexist here. Oh, okay. No, no, no okay. play-by-play announcers played the sport they're calling that okay. I can think of offhand. Joe Buck never played football. Do you not feel she's going to be knowledgeable enough because she's a woman? No, it's just shrill. Okay, it's just like your mom or grandma yeah. or yeah. hard to, hard to that, hear on the ear. There's that bitch that does it in basketball that I can't remember her name, and it's just it's just not right. I felt kind of bad. Um, at, I don't know who the folks were, but it was one of the pre-game shows that they have for the Super Bowl, and there were three dudes and a girl. And and at this point, I wasn't watching. So it could have been done in jest or fun or whatever. You know, because facial expressions sometimes add a lot to what you're actually voicing. But she gives one of them an attaboy, basically. Oh, that's so good. And it just sounded super like your mom mm-hmm. condescending you. Like, oh, good boy, let me pat you on the head. And I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, that's terrible. And I was just like, oh, then I, you know, I felt because then I'm like, why is she there? And I felt bad about that because, you know, I, I, I guess if they can do the job, whatever. I, uh, I, I, I don't know why this is the this is my limit. I, I, I have no reaction to women giving their expertise on the talking head shows on ESPN. The they have a show called Around the Horn. They rotate women through uh, women sports reporters and and women. Um, sports anchors, and it doesn't bother me. They're knowledgeable. They're but play by play, I just don't want to hear it. I really, I just, I can't. Do we know if she sounds like a dude? <laughs> Have we heard her? Like, I mean, if she sounds like a guy, then it'd be okay. Because then oh, it wouldn't mess with you too much. Because you're like the the, the way he says shrill. Mm-hmm. That if it has a dude yeah. tone to it, it wouldn't be shrill. Because if she's like, okay, in the I, first pitch, yeah. would that there. matter to you? No. It's, you know that it's someone no. that's female. Yeah, it's it, yes, and yeah. I, I don't know. I can't even think of a woman who sounds like a man. Jodie Foster. To the point, <laughs> I wouldn't want her calling plays. No, yeah. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That is, that is a good one, <laughs> but still no. She's got that southern twang too. She, she's down home. Did this happen? Uh, Donald wrote in. Uh, brings things full circle. And asked, did Kyle just sing "We Are Family" to Cool in the Gang? I thought it. I thought I was uh, getting oh, them confused with I celebration. Did, oh, I didn't even. <laughs> we are family sounds a lot like celebrate good times. Anyways, Sister Sledge did uh, "We Are Family." Okay, yes, noted. Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn, the Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn show.